horses are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces draw the same that burn crosses.
filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Ah, good. What the hell is today? Is today Tuesday? Tuesday morning, ass family. It's Taco Tuesday. I'm like a day ahead of myself. I wanted to say today was Wednesday, but it's Tuesday. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. What a day it's been so far. Half my damn stories didn't get emailed to me, so I, I, I'm, I'm putting the show together this morning. I'm like, I know I had more stories. I know I had at least one story about Joe Biden, and I'm like, where are these stories? And they're locked in my scent box. Bastards. Um, Straight Fire just texted, no, not right now. Not right this second there isn't. I'm sorry. PayPal is the only way to pay for the show. Uh, all the just-turned-18-year-old kids love this song. I know, right? They're like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Yeah, it's like 25 years old. Punk-ass kids. It's classic rock now. <laughs> um, man, oh, man. Lots to talk about today. We got listener mail today as well. I see some things up here that, that Douglas is already posting about the game last night. Let me say good mornings and I'll get to it. Holy shit, man. We are busy this morning. Uh, let's see. Uh, Hangtown Jen, first one here. says, happy ass, happy Tuesday. Guess I'll take first. I waited long enough. Well, there you go. You got first. And you're the first to get the Chinese lesson of the day saying the phrase, you rock in Chinese. You rock in Chinese. 你酷毙了. Nukubila. Nukubila. That means you rock. There you go. One more time. Nukubila. You rock in Chinese. Nukubila. 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 There you go. I make it sound Italian though for some odd reason. Uh, Balborn in Nebraska says happy Taco Tuesday ass family. Straight fire in the house. Good morning to you, sir. Andrew says, good morning, ass family. It's breakfast taco Tuesday. Yes, it is. All those glorious breakfast tacos that Jill loves. The diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. There you go. <laughs> All right. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Man, the Raiders always find a way to lose. Should have tied the game with an extra point. Nah, I don't know about that. You, you, well, at home, you usually go for the win. On the road, you go for the tie. Well, well, I didn't watch much of it. I heard about what Troy Aikman said, and we got a story about that a little bit later. But all in all, look, the Raiders lost by one point. The Raiders aren't losing, like, by 100. They're just finding ways to lose. They could be a good team. They just have to get out of their own damn way. I mean, they've lost, what, three games on the last drive? Uh, Swoosh says, morning, ass family. Enjoy this Taco Tuesday. Christopher, I don't like seeing this. Spent three days, weekend, sick at home. Still not feeling 100%, but fucking I'm ready to do some driving. Hit me with the funny, you big fucking beautiful man. I want some ass. All right, well, we will get to it, my friend. I promise you that. We have got some good shit. Oh, my lucky 
Oh, the one and only bratty kid is in the, the house. Uh, damn, damn, damn. You need to grow the fuck up. Okay, all right, fine, fine by me. I hope you have a spectacular day. I uh, hope you feel better, Christopher. Uh, there you go. I am getting tiresome of the NFL. Well, one team performance at least. That would be your Raiders, huh? I still don't understand that roughing call. And I know that, that the, the referee has come out today and he's explained it. Well, the defender's body landed on top of it. Where's the defender's body supposed to go? He didn't drive him into the ground. He fell on top of him because he was trying to get the ball. That was not roughing the passer. Morning, ass family. Time for Wimpy to pay up on this Tuesday. Scott's in the house. He says, good morning, Ernie ass family. I swear Josh McDaniels will only win three or four games this year and then get a high draft pick. And his shit play calling will keep the Raiders at the bottom of the league. Maybe he'll get fired next year after consistently losing. Mark Davis is the worst owner in the NFL. Well, I don't know about that. I think there are worse owners than, 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 look, I understand. I get it. Look, I have a stupid owner, too. We don't even have a GM, and we're about to bench our hottest player for Dak Prescott. The NFL is a bunch of crap. Rage may be a bunch of commies, but damn, this is a good album. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Jones is a pretty close to a second, though, yeah. Thanks for trying to make me feel better. No problem. Arnie's tribute to that hero, George Floyd. I wasn't happy with McDaniels hiring, but I remained hopeful. I had low expectations of McDaniels, and he is worse than I expected. Sounds every like every day and night at our house. Good morning, ass family. Funny these clowns rage would call you a terrorist nowadays if you defy the government's word. Isn't that, isn't that the truth? Matt Rule got fired. How does McDaniel still have a job? Matt Rule, he was in a job he shouldn't have been in. He was a decent college coach at Baylor, and he got moved up to the NFL a little too quick. Uh, McDaniels isn't going to get fired this year. He should. Nicobila. Nicobila. Arnie states, you, you Nicobila. Well, thank you. You Nicobila, too. Their $100 million receiver couldn't catch a simple pass. That's why, among other things. Are the Bogodas in the Bronx or Bodegas? They're Bodegas. They're not Bogodas. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Number 72 on the O-line is garbage. Keeps getting uh, drives, destroyed penalties. Ogre, Buenos Dias. Uh, Let's see. You people still watch ball? It's puss ball. Uh, I had a nice conversation at the grocery store with a lady in 94 all by herself. She still lives on her own. We talked about Biden. This 94-year-old lady was more aware than our president. She called him a zombie. I watched the tales from the territories about Memphis and thought those were men. Today's NFL are a bunch of ballet dents and tinkerbells. Dude, when they talked on that, that, that Inside the Terry show about Jerry Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett's daddy, Ripping that bitch's eye out. That was pretty badass. I need to learn that move. The old eye rip. Uh, they're just trying, though. Just bad calls, but that's always been part of the NFL. Look, the NFL has changed. I'll, I'm just going to say it right now. It is pussball. This is not the NFL that I grew up with. And, and yes, some of those things that they've done are for safety protocols. But that bullshit last night, I mean, Troy Aikman came out. Now I don't even have to do the story, which is fine. 
He goes, I hope the competition committee takes off their dress. I was like, holy shit, Troy. Throw it down, big boy. Because it is puss ball. You can't hit a quarterback. I mean, it, it, it's gotten to be puss ball all the way down to college football with this bullshit targeting rules. The, 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 our best, uh, the Longhorns' best defensive player, number zero. I can't think of his name right now. He went in for a sack, and he was and nobody touched him, and he hit him straight up to where they were face mask to face mask, and he, and he took him to the ground. They called that targeting. Because their face mask touched. Their heads, their heads didn't hit the, like, like crown on crown. Their face mask hit. That's the way you're supposed to tackle. Yet they called that targeting. And then they appealed it the next week. And they upheld it. It's pussy ball. It is pussy ball. I, I'm all for just let let let's just get rid of the referees. Let's let holds happen, clips happen, crackback blocks happen. Hey, we'd get our league back. But B, man, poor kickers would get the shit beat out of them. Football's still fun to watch for me, but it, it, it's lost so much of its luster with 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 the way that they've they're quote unquote protecting people. It, it, it's weak. I mean, I mean, riddle me this because there's no consistencies, and I'm big consistency and logic guy. When a defender leads with his head, when he drops his head and he and he goes to stick it in a guy's chest, that's a penalty. Why isn't it a penalty when the offensive guy does it? Oh, that's right. The league is set up to reward offenses and punish defenses. Okay. Do you really think the NFL cares about these head traumas? Do you? I. I. I mean, let. 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 Look. Let's. I imagine all the former players that work for the NFL do. But do you think the NFL, with Roger Goodell and all those guys who ain't never fucking strapped it up to play a game? You think those guys really give a fuck about concussion protocol? Obviously, they don't. They had a young man who's probably going to end up retiring this year. I'm done with sports until they have AI running uh, in refereeing or umping. I'm sick as shit of horribly inconsistent calls and opinions on officiating. I don't give a fuck anymore about it's part of the game. You want me to believe it's not rigged and remove the crooked ref from the equation? I look, I, I, look here, here. I don't ever want to see automatic referees. I don't. I just don't. That, that, that's just too much. Because then, then if we go to automatic referees, then we have to review every single play. And everything's on, on the line, too. We can call holding penalties on. Uh, look, NFL games are going to take nine hours. I don't want to see AI a part of it. I want them to fix the problem they have with the referees. Let me let me help you first of all. First of all, in baseball, call a fucking strike. Okay, game's fixed. I haven't had to do anything else. You can take the nets down. You can take the clocks down. You don't have to put a ghost runner at second base in extra innings. I fix the game. You're welcome. 
In the NFL, if you want, you want the NFL cleared up, this is the way you do it. You hire young, in-shape referees and get rid of every single referee that's in the league right now because they're all garbage. And I will say it, especially the women. There shouldn't be a woman refereeing an NFL game. There, there just shouldn't. I'm sorry. I know I sound sexist. I sound chauvinistic. Don't care. Women have never played the game competitively at any sort of high level, let alone the highest level. Well, they don't know what they're doing. And how in the fuck are they qualified? When I know a guy who's been refereeing and gets great marks at refereeing for over 25 years, but he can't even get a call up to a major college pro conference. But women are in the NFL. Okay. And just stop. The game is a violent game. This is like the stupidity of talking about taking fighting out of hockey. Fighting is a part of the game. It always has been, and it should always be. But they're working hard to get rid of fighting in in the NHL because, oh, it's bad for our reputation. It's bad for your reputation. Half your guys fucking go out on the streets without their teeth in and beat the hell out of people. Stop pussifying sports. We've got to do something about these bats. That that one's my favorite one. These balls come off the bats too hard, even though there have been like three major league pitchers this year who got hit with wooden bats in the face. It is a part of the game. If you can't defend your position, you shouldn't be a pitcher. The end. I'll say it. I remember once I was umpiring a game, 13-year-old. 13-year-old was as tall as me. Uh, 13-year-old, six foot tall, and he's up there playing. I was like, I need to see your driver's license. Motherfucker hits a ball. I'm, I'm, I'm on the infield. I'm, I'm umpiring the game. I'm in the, uh, the second slot. I'm over between third base and the pitcher. There's a runner at second. And this kid hits a line drive that I do not have time to get out of the way of. I mean, and it hits me right square in the ribs. Oof. I think those kids got to hear the word fuck really loud that day. When I got home, the word Rawlings was in my side. It's a part of the game. Injuries happen. It's part of the game. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. Oversensitive, oversensitive society that we have where everything has got to be good, everybody's got to be great, everybody's got to be in a good mood. Stop it. All right. All right, now that I've got my rant on the NFL done, uh, boy, oh, boy, this first story, I got to tell you, this is, I was very happy that I had the audio of this. But I'm not because this is really sad to listen to. Take out and and it I if if I can do it, you can do it. 
take out your your despise your your hatred for Joe Biden, and they have released an audio recording of a phone call between Joe and Hunter, and it's a Joe it's a call that a lot of us have had with our dads, and it's a very sad call. I I, I mean, wait till you hear this. It's dad. Call to tell you I love you. I love you more than the whole world, pal. You gotta get some help. I don't know what to do. I know you don't either, but I'm here no matter what you need. No matter what you need, I love you. Now, that was Joe calling Hunter because, oh boy, Hunter is in all kinds of shit. Um, he knew his son was having a drug-fueled meltdown at the time and bought a gun and lied about it during the drug abuse or purchase form. Boy, if you see these buzzards, Andrew, uh, Sturgill Simpson said it best, life ain't fair and the world is mean. Amen to that, Andrew. If you hear this, and, and, and look, I, I've gotten that phone call from my dad. You need help, son. And, and that it, it, that was the most human I've ever seen or heard Joe Biden. This, uh, this voicemail happened in October of 2018. The timing of the message reveals the president knew about his son's drug-fueled meltdown. Hunter lied about being a drug user when filling out sworn gun purchase from a Delaware store. The first son checked off that he was not a user of illegal drugs, but later admitted in his own memoir that he was a crack addict at the time. Lying on a gun form is a felony punishable by a maximum 10 years in prison and $250,000 fine. You know, if they do prosecute Hunter, Joe will probably presidential pardon him. I, I Oh, I, well, boy, I don't know. I don't know if Joe could do that without totally being impeached. I mean, he can do whatever he wants. He's a president. But so, we, we sit here and we talk. Let, let, let's have a conversation, ass family, shall we? I'm going to put a little tobacco in. We're going to have us a little deep talk here. I don't know what, for the last five, ten years, all we've heard about is AR-15s and guns, and guns are bad, and we need to get rid of guns. Guns, guns, guns. There we go. Good to go now. Guns, guns, guns. Guns are bad. Guns are the worst thing known to mankind. We should never have invented them. Guns, 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 guns. Here's a man who ran for president two years after that phone call. Saying he's going to be tough on guns. He's not even tough on it in his own home. He let his fucking crack-addicted son buy a gun from a reputable manufacturer, which is a felony. He should have just bought one on the fucking streets. 
And you can hear it in Joe's voice that he is broken down over this. And I have to ask this question. Where are the authorities today? Where are they? Where are they? I... I I just wish I knew. We, we, we just hired 85,000 new IRS agents, and they all have gun training. Can't we take somebody who's training them and have them, you know, use their badge and go arrest Hunter? It'll literally take 15 minutes. You go to Hunter's house, you arrest him, you throw him in jail. Maybe 20, just depends on how much media you want to show up. So, Hunter wrote on the firearm transaction record that he did not use unlawful drugs, but admitted in his memoir that he was a crack addict lying on a federal form is a felony. God, Hunter Biden is just such a waste. There he is, naked, holding the gun. That's lovely. All right, well, we'll see what happens with that. I'm not expecting a lot. The FBI works for the Dems. The IRS works for for the Dems. Only agency that might arrest him would be the CIA. Well, they'll just kidnap him and take him to Nicaragua. And then Hunter will be happy in Nicaragua because he can get cracked there. Um, big news, well, no, we'll, we'll wait to that one, we'll wait for that one there, um, this gal's a trip, man, I tell you what, Kamala Harris came out while speaking in Austin over the weekend, and pretty much said that nobody should have to go to jail for smoking weed. Kamala Harris said nobody should go to jail for smoking weed. Even though she had over 2,000 convictions of pot-related offenses. Whoops-a-daisy. Whoops-a-cockle. We're also, we are all also changing. Y'all have heard this this week, the federal government's approach to marijuana. Because the bottom line is there, there is nobody should have to go to jail for smoking weed. Even though she kept people in California jails longer than their sentences for smoking weed. Harris also admitted to smoking weed in college during a radio interview while running for president and ticked off her father, the Jamaican-born Donald Harris, when she invoked her heritage while saying she would support pot legalization. Half my family's from Jamaica. Are you kidding me? Well, that's a lovely stereotype there. 
Well, that's a half of the family we don't ever hear about. We always hear about her Indian side of the family. We don't hear about the colored side of the family. I love these politicians. Oh, nobody should go to jail for smoking weed. Well, then why did you send so many people to jail? Half my family's Jamaican. Jamaican me crazy. Just stop, Kamala. You fucking jag off. Now, I don't know if anybody has paid attention to a story that's going on about a woman named Jennifer Ruth Green. She is running for the Republican uh, seat for Indiana's 1st Congressional District. And her opponent illegally obtained her military records, which revealed a sexual assault while she was stationed in Iraq. And the magazine Politico decided to publish the details of the nominee's sexual assault without her permission. There's a black woman in the military who was had sexual assault happen to her while stationed in Iraq. Nancy Pelosi. Um, Jim Clyburn, uh, anybody uh, that has been contacted by the other forms of media have said, why are you not speaking out against this? Because you stand for women who are sexual assault survivors, yet you're not saying a word about this. How she's being drugged through the mud because she was attacked. Good morning, hot mama. The uh, Miss Green criticized Politico for ignoring what she says were pleased to the Beltway publication, asking them not to include details of her assault. Politico contends they received the military records from someone unaffiliated with her opponent's campaign who got them from FOI, Freedom of Information Act. Green said she believes the documents were illegally obtained. Yeah, I don't think you can get people. I don't know if you, if you can or not, but. This is disgusting. Okay, let's play the stupid game, shall we? How much of a media frenzy would this be if it was AOC? Hmm? The media breaks the rules and decorum left and right, yet still squawks about how nobody should be above the law. They're all fucking liars. Fuck the fourth estate. Amen. Nancy Pelosi, who continuously says she supports survivors of sexual assault, including in one instant last year when she tweeted, as we close out Sexual Assault Awareness Month, we recommit to combating sexual violence and demanding accountability. Unless you're a Republican. Then fuck you.
Good morning, bitches. It's my Friday, and I'm headed home to sleep after I get a little ass in my life. Well, good morning to you, Alicia. Wow. That's just dirty politics. I mean, that is, that, that's fucking gross, man. And I don't know how you use that against somebody. Usually that's going to give them more sympathetic, you, you know, oh, she was raped in the military. What kind of leader can she be? She was raped in the military. I don't even understand how that plays out in, a, in, a, in an ad. Oh, swoosh, if it happened to AOC or Omar and their records were fucking splashed all over Politico, I mean, oh, it would be the end of the world. Everybody at Politico would either be fired or arrested. Politico's doors would be shut down. But once again, it's the, it, the laws don't include them. Things don't include them. They're above the law. I'll, I'll say it. The left right now is acting above the law. Look at Paul Pelosi. Motherfucker gets in a car, crashes, hurts somebody in a DUI, and he pretty much walks away scot-free. I mean... Politico just gave this woman a boost in the polls, I bet. I hope. I think it's disgusting what they did. Will Politico now uh, please post all the abortions that Democrats have had? You know, let's see if Politico has a phone number. Um... They do. Look at that. Oh, lovely. Six, seven, seven, oh, three, six, four, seven. No one is available to answer your call at this time. Please leave a message after the tone. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Yeah, hi. I'm wondering if Politico, since they decided to publish all the sexual assault stuff on Miss Green, if you're going to start uh, releasing all of the abortion data that any Democrats have had. Okay, thanks a lot. And you guys have a great day running your left-sided fucking piece of shit paper. There you go. And Paul's insider trading. Oh, that, that, that is true. I forgot about that. Why is it that we just can't be truthful with each other in this country anymore? Why, why, why is it that way? I mean, here's a, here's a lovely example. When he played for the Dallas Cowboys, I loved Herschel Walker. I had a Herschel Walker jersey in high school. That was back before people wore jerseys all the time. I started that whole trend. 
Here's a guy I really don't know enough about. But with what the gaffe that happened this weekend. So Walker, former running back for the Cowboys, Vikings, went to the University of Georgia. He's running for Senate. Oh, 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 Douglas, don't get ahead of me. That's my next story. Allegedly, Herschel Walker in 2009 paid for a woman's abortion. Now, he is very pro-life. Now, he says the claim is a flat-out lie, but the story uh, nevertheless set off a firestorm. His 23-year-old son went on an online tirade denouncing his candidacy and the abortion accuser, who's also the mother of another one of Walker's sons, gave more ammo in the form of text messages and other documentation that would serve to drag Walker down about his past. But the problem is that he saw a gigantic influx in his donations. Gigantic. And I don't know what to think about it. So the son goes to Auburn. <laughs> oh, shit. People are truthful uh, because the truth hurts sometimes, and hurting people's feelings is violence. So now be truthful with someone is to be violent with them by today's logic. No, I, I, I hear you. I, I, and I, can, I can see that, and I can agree with it. Instead of saying that Herschel Walker paid for an abortion, if you don't like Herschel Walker, then say he has no business because of all the headshots he took in the NFL. Do we really need a guy who's taking a bunch of headshots in the NFL? You want to go after him for stuff? Go after him for that stuff. This is weak. This has been some nasty politics going on this year. I mean, fucking Dr. Oz can't beat a guy who lived with his parents till he's 46. That's pretty sad. And by the way, that's sad on the people of Pennsylvania's part. Sad for A, not having two better candidates than Dr. Oz and, and, you know, an adult child. With Walker's cognitive decline, by all rights, he should be in the Biden cabinet. No shit. I've been told the silence is violence as well. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what kind of leader Herschel Walker would make. I, I, I like Herschel. I think Herschel was a good guy. He fucking did ballet. He did fucking bobsledding in the Olympics. I like Herschel Walker. As a senator, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm, kind of... Look, I'd vote for him because I think he'd turn the state in the right direction, but I still don't know. Big news to report this morning. Tulsi Gabbard is leaving the Democratic Party. She says the party is controlled by an elitist cabal of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness who stoke anti-white racism and protect criminals. 
Well. Walker was a key piece in the best NFL draft. Walker was the main piece. Hell, we got every fucking draft pick we could from Minnesota. His son makes me think, rethink uh, liking all my gay friends. He's obnoxious. She actually left a while back. She just made it official. Um, I'm very interested to see where Tulsi Gabbard starts to show up in the next six months. Uh, Andrew, I like that ticket. I, I like the DeSantis Gabbard ticket. I like that a lot. I think that is a very, very strong ticket. But we have to make sure that Donald Trump doesn't fucking just completely roll over that ticket. Because I don't think she'd run with him. I don't think she'd run with Trump. I think she might run with DeSantis, but I don't know if she'd show up with Trump. She'll show up in the SI swimsuit issue. She's not a bad-looking gal, right? She's not horrible. Here's her announcement that she made. This would be pretty good. I don't want to meet Aisha. I want to meet Tulsi. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, I believe in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party does not. Instead, it stands for a government that is of, by, and for the powerful elite. Now, I'm calling on my fellow common sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. If you can no longer stomach the direction that the so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues are taking our country, then I invite you to join me. Interesting. Very, very, very interesting. Like I said, I'm I'm very anxious to see where she ends up in the next six months. In that case, will be Newsom Olstein, twenty twenty four. Newsom trans person of color, twenty twenty four. I'm trying to think if. There's no if about this. When Stacey Abrams loses the Georgia uh, governorship again, mainly by saying that there's no such thing as a human heartbeat at six weeks old, and then she continues to double down on it, like every time. And doctors have come out and said, no, there's an actual heartbeat there. Um, Swoosh says, so they're going independent but still voting the same? I'm not sure. I'm not sure how she's going to vote. 
Gabbard is ex-military and she's a woman of color. It's going to be hard for the Democrats to shut her down. Oh, wait, they'll just call her a white supremacist. Oh, yeah. Let's say it is. Let, let's say Donald Trump doesn't run, which I'm still not convinced that he is or isn't running yet. I, I don't know. But let's say Ron DeSantis and Tulsi Gabbard are a ticket. That's a tough ticket to beat. Do the Democrats try Gavin Newsom and Stacey Abrams? I'm just wondering. Because if you look at the Democratic Party right now, they don't have anybody that's really, truly electable. Schumer and Pelosi are too old, and they ain't going to run for VP. They definitely ain't going to run for president. So you have to start going down and looking at younger Democrats and all this kind of stuff, and you need somebody that people know. People know Tulsi Gabbard. i tell you this right now. I would not be, I wouldn't be surprised to see this. And i tell you this, this would be devastating. We all know that man is fallible, and woman is man, woman is fallible as well. What happens when the Democratic Party drives the dump truck of money to Tulsi Gabbard's house to ask for her to return and run with Gavin Newsom in 2024? I just want you to think about that. I mean, Kamala Harris called Joe Biden a rapist during one of the debates. Remember there was that story about how Joe diddled some gal? She called him a rapist, yet she became his vice president. So don't tell me that people won't do stuff for money or power. Gavin will choose AOC or Big Mike as VP. I don't know where there's uh, there's some allure to the bull in the China shop. Trump DeSantis ticket could be fun for that. Oh, Trump! Oh, look, Trump DeSantis ticket. I vote for that fucking twice. Do you think she would run with Gavin? I just think Tulsi has more integrity than Kamala. Well, she definitely has more integrity than her, but what's her price? You have to remember who the Democratic Party deals with. They deal with people like George Soros, who's got more money than Jesus. When you have all these super rich contributors, price is no option. She could come out and say she wants a billion dollars, and they would give her a billion dollars to run for vice president. Oh, I don't see it either, but but crazier thing, that's why I said I'm interested to see the next six months. Now, I know you guys all like Tulsi Gabbard, and that's great. And I understand she didn't start on her back and knees like Kamala. But she is a human being, and she's a Democrat. Now, she, she's come out and said, oh, I've, I've, I'm leaving the party. 
Okay, great. What are your plans? Mum on that. All right, so that gets me thinking. He is a toxic narcissist. I understand. Look, I get everything that everybody's saying about Gavin Newsom. I'm just saying you need to, to wrap your head around that people are fallible. And the Tulsi Gabbard could let us all down and run with Gavin Newsom. They could have a good heart-to-heart, and he could talk about how he wants to change the party and make it so non-woke. He could lie to her as he's lied to the people of California for, what, nine years now, ten years? As long as he's been in office, any office? I'm just saying that I'm interested to see what's going to happen. That's all. I want to see the DNC to roll out John Kerry again. Captain Excitement himself. John Kerry is done. This is why they've moved him to the the shit job of of, uh, the environment czar. Yeah, you won't see that fucking pig fucker anymore. That guy's terrible. By the way, the uh, state of California is in a fight today with the president. I, this is very, very strange. That the Biden administration is battling against California's uh, new law, Prop 12, which could cost producers and consumers up to $350 million, according to the National Pork Producers Council. This is that bullshit bill that people voted in in California. which imposed strict production standards for hog farmers and banned the in-state sale of any pork produced outside the standards. Now, they aren't they they want the pigs to have way more room than they have and that's going to cause space, you're going to have to rebuild pens and where does that cost go? Right to you the consumer. Forcing pork producers to follow California standards would give California the power to unfairly impose new costs on the industry and transform the pork industry nationwide. Now, if you're me and I'm running the pork industry, you know what I do? I say, okay, we just won't sell pork in California anymore. If you want to have some California pork companies, you go right ahead. Oh, that, oh, 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 Douglas, Douglas, the pork products are going to go up even more. If the, if the United States doesn't win this case against California, your pork prices are going to soar. And I don't think the rest of the states will be that way. Rights for pigs. This whole body positivity bullshit has gotten out of control. The law has the potential to devastate. That's a good word to use. 
devastate small family farms across the nation. Well, that's great. Let's put hardworking hog farmers out of work. I think that is a great idea. They did it for chicken, too. Oh, can't wait to see your chicken prices go up. Yeah, if I'm ahead of the pork grow, you know, the, the pork raisers of America, I just say we don't sell our, our shit to California anymore. We got 49 other states. Yeah, Douglas, I know they don't care about small business. Nobody does. I won't be surprised next year if food doubles in price or triples. The harvest this year was not good. It takes time for that to hit the market, yeah? Let's see. The small farmers go under what's left, and the big corporations working hand-in-hand with the government. That's fascism. Look up the definition. Hi, Bubba. Yes, Bubba had a bark and let his presence be known. He is is not riding shotgun. Mom has a day off, so mom has a day off. It's like, fuck you. Fuck you, Dad. You ain't going to see me today. And he's mad at me because we didn't have our morning toast this morning. He slept in a little bit. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Now eat the fucking bugs and get back to work, peasants. Uh, let's see. Oh, I this story. I love this story so much. And I've seen, I forget who sent, somebody sent me something about this. And I thought I took a picture of it, but I didn't. Water-damaged electric vehicle batteries turn Tesla Model 10 and other electric cars in Florida into fire hazards. When the saltwater corrosion in electric cars, such as the Model X, when the water gets in there and it corrodes, it leads to a fire. And from what I understand, the fire in these batteries is very, very difficult to put out, which is meaning making firefighters work harder. Oh, this is lovely. This is absolutely lovely that these things are fucking worse than cars, than regular cars. Um, the chief financial officer and fire marshal explained that these washed-up saltwater introduces rapid corrosion, which may cause the EV battery to malfunction and ultimately catch on fire. According to the Washington Times, you ready for this? Even 1,500 gallons, 1,500 gallons of water were not enough to fully extinguish the fire that was caused by a defective battery in a Tesla Model 10 or X. I don't know what. Is it 10 or is it X? That is lovely. Water and electricity don't mix? Well, golly. So we should define them have to coast of California where all the salt water corrodes Alcatraz more every year. Fucking gas engines can be completely submerged for a long time and can still be repaired and run. Yeah, but they're dirty for the environment, Douglas. 
It's gross having all that fossil fuel and yucky yuck out there. I love it. I think this is great. More, please. More electric car fires to fucking settle this shit. Y'all want to go out and buy an electric car? Go buy an electric car. They're going to be the downfall of America. Watch. With our drought, we wouldn't even be able to hose off a car. No shit. All right, last story of the first break here. Let's do this one. This is why I just, I, I, I don't really have sympathy. The great resignation is not over. Unemployed Americans who quit their jobs rose by 16% in September, reaching a 30-year high. Industries hit hardest include manufacturing, education, retail, and hospitality. Wow, isn't that weird? Education, because the schools are a fucking mess. Retail, well, we had to shut down retail for a year and a half, including restaurants and hospitality. Once again, more restaurants that are hit hard by it. I've been thinking about this lately and where our country is and things like that. Um, I, I know I said it yesterday, I've said it a lot, that, that COVID is our generation's JFK. We're never going to know the truth about it, how it started, how it spread, all that kind of stuff. Because I do really believe that this was an attack on America. I don't know if it was by the Chinese or if it was by the Democrats. I don't know. But I do believe it was an attack. And I know I might sound crazy to you now, and, and that's fine. I, I'm cool with sounding crazy. I think, though, it was an attack that was let go too far. Like, you know how these brainiacs didn't have a, an exit strategy for Afghanistan. They didn't have an exit strategy for this. And by, by no fault of its own, the virus that, that was released then morphed into something else. And when it did that, there was nothing they could do because they didn't, they didn't plan for that because they, I, I don't think they think, I don't think they thought it was going to spread as fast as it did. And yes, I'm saying that people were murdered in this country on purpose. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Hospitality is also hotels. Think about all those hotels that have had to house the homeless now. Oh, God, Scott, that's fucking, that's the worst thing in the world. If I'm the owner of a hotel and somebody comes in and says, you have to house the homeless, I say, fuck you. I will close my doors down to this, uh, this place. We all saw what those people did when they came in for Katrina. They completely ruined hotels. 
They stayed there longer than they were supposed to stay. And they tried to use sympathy on their part. Well, we were displaced. Yeah, well, you got to pick yourself up and get back out there now, as many residents of New Orleans did. Bill Gates has all these viruses in a lab, and he's buying up all this farmland. We should be scared. Oh, I agree. I agree. I think Bill Gates has gotten to a point in his life where he's he's not happy. Like, I don't know how you don't become happy after having, like, you know, $90 billion like he has. Uh, Arnie, I'll sound crazy with you. I think it was an attack on America perpetrated by the Chinese with Joe Biden hiding in the shadows waiting to be elected, more like installed. I, look, I, I'm not going to disagree with that. Oh, I think people knew. Look, look, the, I, I'll never forget when it, when it started. I, it started in January of 2020. That's when it all, everything started to break, and I did a couple stories about this virus in China. The Wuhan virus. Now, it's racist to call it that now because, well, it started in Wuhan, China. So why should we call it where it started, like the Ebola region in Africa where Ebola started? But all of a sudden, out of nowhere, in March it happens. Happened like the the first week of March, I want to say. The Elk Grove School District that shut down. It was the first school district in America that shut down due to COVID. And once that school district shut down, it was the end. Once that school district shut down, that's when Gavin Newsom said, look, it's going to be two weeks. We need to flatten the curve. And then the masks. And all this control that they had. Because he scared us with this virus. Ooh, it's a bad virus. People are dying from the virus. And look, look, we're all paying attention to it. I was doing the math every day going, well, that many people ain't dying. We shouldn't be closed down. But it also led to businesses closing. I want you to think about how much power those that were in power at the time who wanted these things closed down. Think about how power drunk they were getting. Malls were closed. Restaurants were closed for the most part. You could get to-go meals at some places. Um, Grocery stores and Sam's were about the only place that were open. Who do we see profit? People that live in the Beltway. People like Anthony Fauci. People like uh, Jeff Bezos. Well, he made out like a bandit. Which Wu will last longer, Wu-Tang Clan or Wuhan virus? I'll go with the Clan. Oh, look, in another year or two, we're not even going to ever talk about COVID again. Masks were a de facto gold star. Only if you didn't have one, you weren't allowed to do anything. No shit. 
I remember I got ran out of a big and tall store because I didn't have a mask on. I later stole from that store, but fuck them. The only woo that lasts for is nature boy Ric Flair. Woo! That's, that's the truth woo right there. Okay, phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show, and we are going to do listener mail next here at ArnieRadio.com. Well, up and at him, here we go, I'm off again to the rodeo. Sure got a lot of the little things on my mind. Well, one song had just started writing, the other's girl had just finished fighting. Said it was me, oh God, I just don't believe her. If you want to know where I'm coming from, just sit right there and I'll tell you, son. It's like my lead and it's wonderful as hell up here. Yeah, but here I go again, singing in this shack. Don't start hearing my cereal and it's keeping me alive. And I gave up on Nashville a long time ago, yeah, but here I go. Lord, once again, here I go. I don't need to be too rich. I'm just an old hard-headed son of a bitch. Mine still set way back on the glory day. Back in the time with the Dukes of Hazard, I was listening to Willie and old Merle Haggard and smiling just a little as I poked along in my truck. There's a lot of poor folks in my situation with years of heartache and frustration. Kind of watching as the dreams turn into years. Never yeah, here I go again. Singing in this night, won't stop hearing my cereal, and it's keeping me alive. I gave up on Nashville a long time ago, yeah, but here I go. Lord, once again, here I go. Let me tell you folks, it don't really matter That beer you're drinking never really made you any better It's all those nights on the couch with a shiner bark beer After 12 years with the Copenhagen Well, I finally found out that I was mistaken It's not gonna be something to add to years to my life And that's why I'm still dipping it today And each and every morning I hear mama say That shit's gonna kill you when it's gonna get you Yeah, but here I go again Singing in this night Don't stop hearing my cereal when it's keeping
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. All right, welcome back to the big show here on a Listener Mail Tuesday. Looking at the message board here, riddle me this, Ken Dog says, I have a compromised immune system and would usually get a back cold, flu at least once a year. I never got COVID and I haven't been sick in three years. Hmm. Remember, and that was the the people who had affected immune systems. They are the ones they were talking about. You know what those that this is what they're going to say to you, Ken Dog. This is not me saying it. This is them saying it. You got lucky. That, that that's their scientific approach to it. You got lucky. So who says people like Gavin Newsom who shut down everyone's business except his own and ones he was invested in? But the proof is in, all you got to do is go back and, and look at it all. Um, that's not quite Nirvana's version. Hangtown Gents says, I love this cover. Sturgill Simpson doing in bloom. Ken Dog does not like it. He goes, what the fuck is this? It's terrible. Uh, been a while since you've done a theme music day. I say next time you do it, do it covers. I find them interesting. Okay, well, you can do covers. One more question before we get to listener mail here. Uh, Zach just texted me a question. He says, Arnie, uh, NFL question. I was discussing with a few of my friends on how many teams will enter the Sean Payton sweepstakes. I say four. Denver, Carolina, the Texans, and maybe the Cowboys. Well, you can you can put it all down to one team. This is, this is about the Dallas Cowboys. That uh, I would say that is probably Sean Payton's number one choice is the Dallas Cowboys due to the fact it's the Dallas Cowboys. And Denver doesn't have a chance to win in the next four years. Carolina doesn't. Sure as shit, Texans don't. Cowboys actually have a shot at winning something. And I know that Sean Payton wants to come back to Dallas. And I know that they would offer him the most money. So there you go. All right, it is time for Listener Mail, brought to you by our dear friends at JS Floors. The best flooring store in the, in the West. Oh, the rest. Oh, my God. Christopher says the rest are gearing up for a run with Gavin Newsom. Newsom and the rest, 2024, God help us all. Amen to that. Um, The rest also like to sneak into your home and have sex with all your meat products. And then, since you hired them, they're going to invite you to a barbecue that you bring the meat to, and they're going to cook their sex-infested meat and serve it to you. You know who doesn't have sex with meat is my friend Jesse at JS Floors. He doesn't want to do that for you. He's too busy putting in the best floors known to mankind. Give him a call at 775-267-4123. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Main reason why I wouldn't go to Dallas, your GM slash owner. Oh, he likes Jerry. Jerry and he get along. Sean Payton was an assistant coach for the Cowboys for a while. I'm just telling you, Sean Payton, that's the next Cowboys head coach. Unless this fat fuck gets something done this year, and I don't know if that's going to happen because he's going to play, he's going to play Dak this weekend, and they're going to lose. I'm just telling you. Uh, we've we've got some ask questions, so we'll go ahead and and do this here. <clears throat> Questions 
are what you have the answers are what I will give to you so I can help you out that way you can scream and shout you should go suck up your pride and that way I'll be on your side just ask me and do it right now before I go fuck a cow it's time to ask A-R-N-I-E It's time to ask A-R-N-I-E They have everything From gag balls to toys He can hang out with all the boys A-R-N-I-E It's fun to say A-R-N-I-E There you go There you go That's, that's glorious why I closed the damn book. Had the other song queued up. Hold on, I gotta find the damn book. No, I ain't doing that one. There we go. Alright. Alright, enough of this. Enough of the village people. Thank you, village people. You done well. Some problems I may have solutions But you need to write me And do it right now Before I go out And I fuck a cow Oh, come on, just ask Arnie Oh, come on, just ask Arnie. Oh, come on and ask Arnie and do it now. There you go. There you go. Man, I am I am in mid-season form. That is good shiot right there. Uh, the rest favorite cover song is Pitbull's Africa. The rest like to steal your wife's clothes and do a RuPaul drag show at an elementary school. Yeah, the rest are terrible. Uh, this is from Garrett. It says, Arnie, I got a question about the Cowboys. I, too, am an old school sports fan, and I know that a starter doesn't lose his job because of an injury. But if the team is playing at such a level not reached by the starter, then why would you change it? My real question is, how much does or will race play into this decision? Ooh. Ooh. Now that is interesting. So what he's talking about is Dak Prescott, Dallas Cowboys quarterback, who's black. Recently got hurt. He hurt his little thummy. Hurt his thumb in the first game of the year. They said he'd be out six to eight weeks. They're probably he's probably going to come back this week. Now the problem is, is that the guy that replaced him, Cooper Rush, has not made any mistakes. The Dallas Cowboys are undefeated with Cooper Rush as quarterback, and I too agree with the old school sentiment that a starter doesn't lose his job because of injury, unless. The circumstances are a lot different. If Dak was ready this week to go back and the Cowboys 
had lost three or four games, I'd say bring him back. Cowboys have won every game that Dak hasn't been in, including last season when Cooper Rush won a game for him when he wasn't there. He has zero interceptions, too. Look, uh, I, I don't know why. And, and you, you bring up a great point. Especially in today's world. In today's world with like a Colin Kaepernick, Dak Prescott will get his job back this weekend. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just telling you, he's going to get his job back this weekend. McCarthy should say he's staying with the hot hand and rush if if Cooper loses and he can go back to Dak. They haven't lost because of the defense. Well, that that is true, but they haven't lost because of the offense too. The offense hasn't blown games. Defense is look, I I, I will agree with you, Jax, a hundred percent. The defense has played outstanding. But the offense hasn't making mistakes. The offense isn't shooting themselves in the foot. The offense isn't throwing the ball away. The offense isn't fumbling. But Dak will get his job back this week. And it's going to make me sad. It's going to make me sad because think about how great this is. Sunday night football, Cowboys and the Eagles, two teams that fucking hate each other. Cowboys are what four and one. The Eagles are five and zero. Oh. This is an amazing matchup for Sunday Night Football. Now Mike McCarthy's going to ruin it by bringing Dak back. Cooper has zero interceptions. Even Brady can't say that. Nope. Look. I don't wish any. I, I like Dak Prescott as a human being. I think I think he's great. I think he's a good guy. Uh, they're running the ball very well, and the D looks great. Uh, that's how you win in the '90s. Well, that's how you win in the 2000s. That's how you win. Don't kid yourself. Everybody wants a top tier receiver, and they want a quarterback that can throw the ball sixty fucking yards in the air. But when it comes down to the brass tacks of the season, near the end of the season, it's cold everywhere. The balls don't fly the same. Receivers' hands get cold. Running the ball wins games. Cowboys have an outstanding run game with, with Tony Pollard and that other guy. What, what, what's his name? Ezekiel? Ezekiel something? Dak plays Cowboys lose. Cooper plays they win versus the Eagles. I agree. What if Dax first throws a pick six? Does Cooper come in? No. No. No, look, Dak would have to get hurt for them to bring in Cooper. There's no way. I think the other running back name is Effeminate Belly Shirt. That's it. That That's it. Effeminate Belly Shirt. That's our other running back, number 21. Pollard is way better. Pollard is a stud compared to Zeke Elliott. I laugh every time. When Pollard broke off that, what, 52-yard run the other day, I was laughing my ass off. The Cowboys have a lot of good moving parts. Just not they, they don't have the best people assembling those moving parts. This is why I think they should hire me. 
But that's just me. Oh, I win us the Super Bowl every single year. I would break every salary cap rule there was. Oh, we're going to get fined by the NFL. Okay, we'll pay that off with some of our Super Bowl winnings. Give me a damn break. Salary cap bullshit. All right, scumbag, pay attention, pussy. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? I was mad that they benched him and played Elliot. Uh, you're going to have to get over that. Elliot fucking makes 20 times what Pollard makes. Like The Cowboys, I love my team. I love the Cowboys. I have loved the Cowboys since I was about a year old. Okay, I am a diehard Cowboy fan, and it fucking angers me that they play like shit and that they pay these people so much ungodly money. After his rookie season, I kind of had a hint that Ezekiel Elliott wasn't going to be the man anymore because he got too big-headed after his rookie season. I enjoyed how Dak played, but I was just like, just wait. You got to wait for a second year of quarterback before you start really defining him. And his second year, he didn't have that good a year, and he got hurt. All right. Well, then they give him $40 million a year on a busted leg. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Uh, Arnie, congrats on your Longhorns over the weekend. Yes, if, in case anybody didn't see the score this weekend, I just want to put out the score one more time. The Texas-Oklahoma game, big rivalry game. You know, I, I play that one just too much. Hold on a second. Let, let's play. Let's play the fun, the one I can sing along to. Uh, this one right here. This is my favorite one. March grandioso. All right, everybody together. T. E X A S 49 0 Oklahoma That's right. That's right. 49 to nothing. Okay, I just want to put that out there. Once again, the final score of the Red River Shootout this year was Texas had 49 points, 7 touchdowns. Oklahoma couldn't score. There you go. I, I, I've got that out of my system. Okay, that, that, that's great. That's great. Good. Good, good. Beat that ass. Three in a row, Oklahoma. You've lost in a row this year. Uh, you also got away with drunk driving, injuring someone on the offseason when they said uh, the payday was happening. Dak is overpaid, too, because Jerry can really be lame. That was the stupidest signing he's ever made. Jerry Jones re-signing Dak while he was hurt. Yeah, I understand being loyal and things like that, but no, this is a business idiot. Um, so do you think that this guy is real at quarterback? And if he only leads in only two losses this year, what do you think that'll mean for Arch Manning next year? Um, let me answer this question first, then Zach, I'll answer your question. Um if Longhorns win the rest of their games, because they have look, look, we got a tough schedule left. We still got both Kansas schools who are playing great. We got Iowa State this weekend. Still got to play Baylor. We don't really have any dogs left. I mean, do we? 
We still got fuck. We still got to play TCU too. Um, if if Quinn Ewers can go undefeated the rest of the way, Arch Manning will have a wonderful place on the bench watching Quinn because I think Quinn just stays for two years. Quinn's ready to go to the NFL. This kid and, and he looked fantastic against Alabama and he looked even better against Oklahoma. Next season he'll be starting. They'll redshirt Arch and then red, then Arch will have four full years to lead the team. Yes, forty nine to nothing, Christopher. In case you weren't, uh, you didn't pay attention. I know you were sick this weekend. Texas forty nine, Oklahoma zero. Zach's question is: The OU coaching staff make it to the end of the year? Yeah, oh yeah. Brent Venables makes it to the end of the season. Oklahoma, Oklahoma is one of these schools that doesn't like to change things. Like last year when they had to change things when Lincoln Riley left at the end of the season to go to USC. That fucked up their program. And they got a guy that coached at Oklahoma, and then he won some national titles with Dabo at Clemson, Brent Venables. Brent Venables is an idiot. Like, I don't know how. Uh, Watching Oklahoma, like, the first two weeks of the season, they were fucking unstoppable. People were calling them the best team in the country. And then, lo and behold... Kansas State got a hold of them, whoop that ass. TCU got a hold of them, whoop that ass. And then the biggest ass whooping ever was taken by the Longhorns. Arch isn't staying for four years. He's going to draft after a couple seasons. Oh, well, that, and that's fine. See, what's going to happen is that, that Quinn Ewers, as long as he stays healthy this year, I'm living the pie in the sky. They don't lose another game this season. I don't think that's going to be true, though, but I, I can hope. Um, he starts all next season. Arch Manning is red-shirted, and then, then he leaves. When I say Arch has four years, I, I know he's not going to stay all four years, but he'll be able to start for four years. That's what I was trying to say there. He'll have the ability. Uh, speaking of OU, how are their vaunted Heisman alumni doing? You know, Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield's about to be out of a job. Kyler Murray just sucks balls. Oh, it's fantastic. How did Kansas turn their program around? I feel all of a sudden they, they became a top 10 team, kind of. Let's let let Let's pump the brakes. Let, let, let's pump the brakes on Kansas. I, I think what Kansas is doing right now is fantastic to see a basketball school do. Kansas, you, you, you have a rematch with us this year. Losing to Kansas last year was the lowest point of my Longhorn fandom ever. We have to atone for that game. Uh, I joined just in time to hear OU shit talk, I see. No, I'm, I'm not giving OU too much shit talk. Uh, just enough. I mean, they did lose 49 to nothing. Does Mr. Arise realize they lost 49 to zero? Good Lord, those poor kids couldn't get in their dorms because they put goal markers up in front of them. I don't think Alabama is good as they say. They're blowing people out. They aren't blowing people out. Say, uh, send their winning by just a few points. And that's all that matters if you win. But yeah, they try to say that you know, point differential doesn't matter. It does. Hold on, let me let me see real quick. 
honestly, if you were going to ask me who the best team in college football is right now, let me go to – I'm not going to say Ohio State. A lot of people are jumping on this Ohio State bandwagon, and I got to say I'm not one of them. Let's see, coaches poll CFP. I would I would venture to say that Georgia is still probably the best team in college football, and I'm not I'm not selling that one too strongly either. Mister Rise walked away after the first three touchdowns and cleaned the house instead. Every mom is safe from OU students because they can't be scored on. You can say Tennessee if you want. Well, we're going to see what Tennessee does this weekend. I think Tennessee's in for a rude awakening this weekend against Alabama. Nick Saban gets, like, extra joy from beating Tennessee. SC shouldn't be ranked as high as they are. They're a joke. Shit, Longhorn's still got to play Oklahoma State, too. Fuck. We have to, how many more ranked teams do we have to play this year? One, two, three, four more ranked teams? How do they say that the SEC is the best conference in football? We beat Oklahoma. They were a ranked team at one point this season. UT San Antonio ranked. Good God. Oh, yeah, Manning's going to sit next year. And I, I think if Manning's smart, he's, he'll, he'll sit. Uh, if if Eli Manning wants to start next year, or uh, Arch Manning, he will get eaten up. He needs to learn a system before he's thrown into that system, mainly because of his last name. There is so much pressure on him. Like, I've never seen this much pressure put on a kid who's still in high school. I think if Michigan's defense can keep their shit together, they're going to uh, two in a row uh, on Blow Ohio State. I haven't been impressed with Ohio State this year. Michigan has put together such a flimsy schedule that I just I look at it and I just go, Pfft. Clemson's playing with smoke and mirrors. I mean, I look at these teams that are undefeated, Penn State, UCLA, UCLA can't get more than 2,000 people at a game right now in their fucking 6-0. We should be ranked higher than Utah. They're 4-2. We're 4-2. We should be ranked higher than them. Should be ranked higher than Kentucky. They're 4-2. Fuck them. Michigan and Harbaugh are not the truth. They will choke like they always do. Michigan has one of the best uh, young quarterbacks. Is that the kid from Nevada? Is that the other kid? I don't know, but uh, th- this year is a very interesting year in college football. I, pro- I want to go back to this here real quick. Hold on a second here. Since we're talking this, and and I feel like talking about it, um, standings, rankings, whatever, rankings.
But if they reach, I think they have a good shot at the big game in November. Number one pick of the 2026 draft already. <laughs> no shit. Um, let's see. If this plays out the rest of the season, we can play out the season. Tennessee will lose to Alabama. I'm pretty sure of that. Alabama will end up playing Georgia in the SEC title game. Winner of that will go to the national title game. The end. Ohio State, I don't know if they beat Michigan this year. And there likely is going to be one other loss in that conference, whether it's Penn State or it's just some crazy game where Wisconsin or Illinois come out of nowhere and beat them. That's what happens in the Big Ten. UCLA will end up losing to USC, and USC will probably end up losing to Notre Dame at some point this season, which would be hysterical. I mean, we could get another Clemson in the playoff, which that just doesn't interest me. They have an easy way through. And by the way, I don't mention any other teams in the SEC besides Georgia and Alabama because – now, look, if Tennessee does beat Alabama this weekend, who knows, we might see Tennessee-Georgia in the SEC championship game. I'm not sure. An alumni of OU married a dear family friend and was a horrible, abusive husband and has made divorce hell on our friend. So when I heard about the Red River score, just about how I danced a jig because Captain Limp Dick was a diehard Sooner fan. Arnie, my memory isn't the best, but what was the score again? 49 to nothing. 49, seven touchdowns to none. They didn't even kick a field goal. Yeah, I, I see a lot of change happening to this polls, uh, these polls. Uh, all right, next one here. Let's see. Hold on a second. Let me make sure I got everything pushed right. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Um, this is from Angela. Before I get to Angela's tough letter, let me read this. It's an 18 playoff this year, right? I... Is it eight this year, and then they, they're going to 12 in, what, two years? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Dear Arnie, I was hoping to hear some kind words from you today. My daddy just passed away, and I'm devastated. I don't know how to be in this world without him, and I feel so lost and scared. I know that you hold your dad as close as I do mine, and I know if anyone knows how I feel, it's you. He was even a fan of yours when you were on the radio. Sorry for being so gloomy. And that's from Angela. That's okay, Angela. Uh, I'm glad that he was a fan. Uh, I I appreciate that, sir. Uh, You know, uh, Angela, the best I can tell you is this. And I give this advice to a lot of people. And I have to, it's, it's hard for me to use my own advice. Because when I start thinking about my dad, I, I start to get, you know, teary-eyed and, and, and fucked up. But it's something he always told me. And if I look at it this way, it works. Angela, think about taking your dad to the airport. And you know how much it sucks that you have to take them to the airport and that they're leaving? I want you to think about the people on the other side. The people that are so excited and so happy that he's going to be showing up there. 
and you realize that and and it took my my good friend Brian McNeil he he said something to me one time and it's stuck with me ever since then about this I don't know if your dad had health problems Angela or what was going on um but he's no longer unhealthy If you believe what I believe and and I don't know if you do or not but whatever um they're no longer struggling my dad no longer has COPD. My dad is playing piano and singing like he used to before his throat surgery in 1980. Um, so just think that of your dad. Think that your dad is in the place where he belongs right now because he's needed to help there. He'll always be with you, though. Um, sorry for your loss, Angela. It's Battleborn in Nebraska. And uh, Angela, this might sound harsh, but it's not my intention. Would your beloved father want you falling apart and being lost? Or would he want you to honor your incredible relationship and strong and independent? That's very true. Oh, my. Anyone else just tear up? I'm so sorry for your loss, Angela. Through tears, I write this. Huge hugs to you, Angela. I'm so sorry for your loss. It does suck. I mean, it. look, look, I I. I did a stand-up show, what, two days after my dad died? Because I know the show has to go on. I hurt. Boy, I tell you what, after that fucking stand-up show, I was in bed for like four days. I couldn't get out. And then I had to. Then it was time to, to pick up the pieces and move on. You're allowed time to grieve. But I agree with Ogre. Your dad wouldn't want you to be falling apart. He'd want you to be the strong woman that he raised. So there you go. I hope that helped, Angela, and I hope that you have a great day today. I know it'll be tough, but hopefully it can happen. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, did you happen to see what that comedian who sometimes acts uh, T.J. Dillashaw said about Ryan Reynolds? I know that you enjoyed the Deadpool movies, but do you think Ryan Reynolds is as full of himself as that was said? Or is this comedian just being a dick? Uh, Let's see. Angela, it was a good choice to talk about it on the show. I know it really helps me hearing Arnie talk about it after my dad died. Uh, Pammy says big hugs, Angela. And it's hard for me to talk about my dad, but I'd still talk about him because it makes me feel good. I love thinking of the the my last day with my dad is still, to this day, one of my favorite days ever being alive. <laughs> and I know I've told this, uh, Angela, in case you're listening, I had no idea my dad was going to die two days later, but he calls me up, and it was after I was let go from the radio station, so I had nothing but time on my hands. I hadn't really thought about the podcast yet. And he's like, hey! Hey, can you pick me up at Toyota at nine o'clock tomorrow? They gotta change, they gotta change the airbag in my passenger seat. And I go, who's dumb enough to ride in your passenger seat? Oh fuck you! God damn it! You're gonna go down there. I was like, I'll be there. I'll be there. No problem. And uh, I'll never forget. I show up in everywhere I go. I show up. Um, I show up early. I'm always early. And it was about 8.45, and lo and behold, my dad is already there. Dad showed up at like 8 o'clock. 
And I walk in there, and my dad, who 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 had COPD, and he had to have the oxygen tank, literally had three large tanks and his backpack tank. He had enough air for like 15 people. And I look at him in the break room. I go, what time did you get here? And he goes, oh, I got here at 8. Oh, I, 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 I had stuff to do. I didn't want it, it just... I go, well, is your car ready? Oh, no, no, the car's not ready. The appointment was at 9, so I just got here. I was like, okay. I go, could you have brought some more oxygen? Well, I didn't want to run out. I didn't know how long I'd be. I go, they can't tell you how long it's going to be. All right, so we load up all these fucking things into my car, and we went to breakfast. And my, my dad was in such a rare form that day. I mean, not only with all the oxygen containers, because that was him, but we get to IHOP, and we're sitting at the IHOP over there on Virginia and Wells in Reno. And there's a family sitting across from us, and I'm not sure what language they're speaking. I, I don't know if it was Spanish or if it was, I'm pretty sure it was Spanish. My dad sits down, and they start fucking talking and jabbering, right? My dad just goes, Jesus Christ, can't even speak English in an IHOP. I thought that was one of the funniest things I ever heard him say. Uh, so, uh, Angela, remember all the really good times, all the fun times. Well, this is awkward. I'll be crying tears of joy and dancing on my dad's grave when he dies. Uh, Arnie, do you believe in mediums? I rarely dream about my dad and don't recognize any signs that he's with me. I've always wanted to talk to a medium. No. No, I, I, I have dreams about my dad, and I, I know little ways that my dad is with me. But, hey, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a big soothsayer person, and I'm not going to make fun of you if you go to one. I mean, I will, but I understand what you're going for. Cowboys Girl says, Angela, take your time to grieve. After you're grieving, keep his memory alive in you. I know my dad is in heaven, but I still talk to him like he's here. I keep a picture of us on my fridge and look and smile often. Your dad wants you to keep smiling. Love and big hugs to you. There you go. See, look at that. The ass family coming through like champs that they are. Straight Fire says, I prefer larges. I don't believe in them. Sassy Pam, let me, let me give you this. If you just... It, it, having signs uh, about somebody, it's kind of like having those... Uh, you remember those paintings that came out in the 80s or those drawings? They're the 3D things where you had to relax your eyes. And it was a pain in the ass to see the fucking sailboat or whatever in the 3D picture. That's the way I look at signs is that I just have to look at stuff and realize I don't look too hard at it. Um, like watching, uh, watching the baseball season this year, the thing that really got me back into baseball at the end of the season was watching Albert Pujols. My dad was a huge Cardinals fan. I knew that was dad talking to me. You know, I, I mean, I mean the forty-nine nothing game. I know Dad was watching that. So, 
So just relax and don't look too hard for it. And you will see them. You will start to see them, and they'll start popping out, and you'll be like, oh, my God. Now, uh, going back to this later letter about T.J. Dillashaw, he's a guy who was on that, uh, what the hell was that, 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 that web designer show on HBO? It was a nerdy show. I forget what it was called, but he's, he was also the sidekick in the Deadpool movies. I guess Ryan Reynolds told him during one of the filmings one day that he's just there to get cheap laughs and then go back to the rest of the movie. Pretty much true. I mean, it was it was not nice what Ryan Reynolds said about it, but it's fucking true. T.J. Dillashaw was not the star of Deadpool. And T.J. Dillashaw is saying, oh, I'll never work with him again. Well, isn't that something? Isn't it cool that some C-lister, I, I and I won't even say you're even decent enough for the D-list, but some C-lister is calling out Ryan Reynolds. Look, do I think Ryan Reynolds is a cocky, arrogant per- Fuck yeah, he is. What doesn't he have it to be cocky and arrogant about? Motherfucker just sold a gin company for like half a billion dollars. He gets to fucking nail Blake Lively whenever he wants. And he's like the hottest actor in Hollywood next to The Rock. So, of course. Is it T.J. Miller? Okay. They wrote T.J. Dillashaw. I don't know who that is. But, yes, see, Nasty, they're meaning T.J. Miller. I'm sorry. And, by the way, he's an actor, so, of course, he's going to be he's going to be full of himself. He's an actor who's made a lot of money, which means he's good at it. Dillashaw's an MMA fighter. Okay, yeah, it was not the MMA fighter that said that. TJ has brain damage and no credibility. Dillashaw or Miller? No, I know, I know it's TJ Miller. Yeah, he had brain surgery, and he, he's kind of a fucked up guy. I like him. I think he's funny in some of the stuff he does. I thought he was funny in the Deadpool movies. But, yeah, I of course Ryan Reynolds is full of himself. He's he, Come on. All these people are. Look, the other night, they, they, they made a big deal about, you know, Jennifer Aniston. Howard Stern left his house for the first time in two years. Jimmy Kimmel's there. They all pal around with each other. And they're all dicks to regular people because they, they don't have to deal with regular people. And from what I understand, we got a story about Prince Harry coming up in the next segment. There's another reason why that neighborhood doesn't want the royals moving there. This is the greatest reason I've ever heard. Are you ready? They aren't wealthy enough. Oh, oh that's delicious. That is so delicious. Because it gave, like, it, it, it was showing uh, a big reason why is because they're only worth, like, $20 million. And I say only. But they got people in that neighborhood, like Ellen, that's worth, like, $500 million. You got Oprah, who's worth over a billion. They don't want the Royals there because they're poor. Did you see the photo of the Down Syndrome Victoria's Secret model? She looks great. Yes, I have seen that before. We've talked about that on the show, and 
see if it is worthy of masturbation talk. Miller, he won't get roles now due to sexual misconduct he got away with because of the brain damage. Yeah, this guy, yeah, he's doing a lot more stand-up now. And I don't think he's that great at stand-up to begin with, but that's just me. So there you go. Uh, Gary, there you go. I answered your question. I hope that was a good enough answer for you. If not, sorry. My bad. Hey, listen up. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, I too am a huge wrestling fan. This is from Charles. And have to say that I'm so excited for more Tales from the Territories on Vice. But what I really wanted to see is if you watched Extreme Rules last weekend and what you thought of Bray Wyatt coming back. I think in the past you said you didn't like the Fiend character, but now maybe? Um, no, I, I hate the Fiend character. I, I think the Fiend character is absolutely stupid. I, I, I think it's dumb that he has mystical powers. No, come on. That, that, that's... You, you're, you're dipping back into cartoonish days of the WWE. Why don't we have Coco Beware come out with a bird again? Doink and dink the clowns. Um, yes, I watched Extreme Rules this week. I didn't understand it. Neighborhood should take the Markles just to fuck with them. Hey, Harry, can you walk my dog? I'll pay you, you know, to help you out with your financial situation. That's fucking hysterical. Um, I didn't understand Extreme Rules. Like, was it a pay-per-view or was it just kind of a... Because I know the next big pay-per-view is this fucking terrible thing in Saudi Arabia where Jake Paul is wrestling for the title. I got to say, Monday Night Raw last night, pretty exceptional because the main event wasn't a bunch of chicks. Sami Zayn against, uh, what's his name, uh, Riddle? Good match. Seth Rollins winning the American title last night. There was a, there was a title change on Monday Night Raw last night. Pretty awesome. They, they've got a lot of good... Uh, you know, knives in the fire or whatever. Uh, what is that called? Things in the fire? Whatever. I can't think right now. I'm not feeling good. I just I, I just all of a sudden started feeling terrible. Uh, the only supernatural wrestler was Kevin Sullivan in The Undertaker. Exactly. Yeah, the Fiend sucks. Bring back Bray, Bray Wyatt if you want. That's cool. They brought back uh, the, the two guys uh, last night who used to team with AJ uh, Styles. They're teaming with him again. I can't think of their names now. But they're pretty fucking awesome dudes. Like, the WWE is slowly growing back into itself. Yeah, they have storylines again. It's fucking awesome. From what I understand, I, I, I heard a rumor yesterday, and this is only a rumor for all my wrestling fans. The rumor is, at the Royal Rumble in San Antonio this year, no, I'm not going. If they were to give me free tickets, I'd go. But I am not going to San Antonio for the Royal Rumble yet. Big E and Randy Orton are coming back. That is the rumor mill. 
So we'll see. White is going to have a stable of six. It's going to be all the characters. And and personally, Swoosh, I I I I don't need characters like the Boogeyman and the White Rabbit and all these people that are controlled by the Fiend. You know what I want to see? This is what I want to see. You want me to make a card? I'll make a card right now. Next, WrestleMania. This is what I'd like to see. I'd like to see Cody Rhodes take on Roman Reigns for the title. Well, actually, no, I wouldn't. So my this will be my WrestleMania card for next year, if I could have my ways. Main event, Roman Reigns. Versus The Rock. Um, then we can have a number one contenders match or whatever where Cody Rhodes is going to be in there somehow. The Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Because Sami Zayn's about to get kicked out of the uh, Illuminati or whatever, the, the bloodline. That's for the, the undisputed uh, tag team titles, and I think KO and Sami Zayn win that. Um, oh, uh, one of the main events that I'd like to see is uh, Almost, or Almost, that big old black dude. Almost versus. Oh, what's the guy? Braun Strowman. Holy shit. Rhodes versus Orton. Ooh. <laughs> Man, that would be a hell of a match. I'm trying to think who else we got. I mean, we can have a battle royal and have, you know, all the, the new days out there. And pretty much everybody else. Austin Theory, I don't like him. He can have another match with Johnny Gargotos or whatever that guy's name is. Both guys weigh 117 pounds. Don't give a shit about them. And then you bring back Stone Cold Steve Austin somehow. Make Steve Austin the referee in the Rock-Roman Reigns match. See, I, I, this is what I think will happen. This is if I was making the card, and I'm not going to be making the card for WrestleMania. As of yet, I have not been hired by the uh, WWE yet. I think the Rock and Roman Reigns, I think they've got that one chiseled in. And then I think the Miz versus Loomis. Is that, is that Dexter Loomis you're talking about? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for those two to fight. What I'd like to see is this. I'd like to see The Rock beat Roman Reigns. And then Austin Theory comes down and has to take on The Rock. He hands in, and he beats The Rock, which I, I still don't see that happening. But he beats The Rock, take the title, and he loses the title the next night to Cody Rhodes on Raw. Still haven't figured out where I'm putting Bray Wyatt in the WrestleMania card for me, though. And tomorrow night, we got AEW. Ooh, I got my new shirt in, and I'll be wearing it tomorrow. MJF, Maxwell Jade Friedman, 
the best wrestler in the game right now. He got cheered a few weeks ago, and he goes, he goes, you know, the greatest thing the devil ever did was try to prove he wasn't real. And he calls himself the devil now, and all his fans are devil worshipers. And he always wears this fucking Burberry scarf. So all his font is done in that Burberry colors, the plaid. So I have a new shirt, and it, it just says devil worshiper, but it says it in the, in the font. Oh, I, I can't wait to wear that. I just want MJF to go to WWE. That way I don't even have to tune into AEW anymore. So there you go. I hope I answered your wrestling question there appropriately. Next one here. Not Bucket. It's time for Mail Call. Welcome to Mail Call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, I was just wondering what a typical day for you would be like. Like, what happens when you wake up all the way until you go back to bed? I just find that stuff about interesting. Uh, uh, I find that stuff interesting about people I admire. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That's from Glenda. Uh, okay, so today was a weird day. Today was a very strange day. Because like I was telling you earlier, half of my stories didn't get sent to me. Ooh, where do I throw Brock in? Yeah, that's right, because Brock Lesnar came back last night and attacked Bobby Lashley out of nowhere. That was dumb. But it was, I was glad to see Brock back. Hell, the, the all-time main event I wanted was Brock Lesnar against Braun Strowman. I thought that would have been a great match. Um, so yeah, today, like half my stories didn't get emailed to me. So I had to go redo those. Re even though I had already built up the show, I looked in my, my outbox or my sent messages and those hadn't been sent. And I was like, wait a second. I knew I had these stories. So I had to rebuild the show. So what happens is I wake up, take a shower, feed the dog. And then I, I usually put the show together. The music was put together yesterday. Uh, today's show, Tuesday's show is pretty easy because this second segment is all mail. So I just have to write mail down and come up with the rest. And then I find all the stories that I use, uh, that I picked and I put those in place in a way that I think it flows. And I think it flows pretty well. Glenda's probably looking at your house with a telescope right now. Probably. Uh, but then I do the show, and then once the show is over, my work day really starts. I take a couple hours to myself, get something to eat, rest, watch TikTok, who knows, take a nap. And then I start searching for stories. And I, I usually don't stop searching for stories unless I know that I have like 35, then I'll stop. But a lot of times I'll keep looking for stories as the day progresses, as the night progresses. And I'll start looking for stories at 2 and end up right before bed. I forgot after showering, bone the life. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's my day in a nutshell. No, nothing really fun or exciting going on. I just do the show. And we go do cool shit. Going to Reba McIntyre Friday. Looking forward to that show. Going to Cattleman's for steak beforehand. Looking forward to that. But yeah, I don't know. 
My man decided to rock a mustache this morning. Told him I'm riding that thing when he gets home. All right. Well, fantastic. Uh, all right. Last mail here. Let's do it, shall we? Hit here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Hit that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Okay. Now what the fuck do you want, Arnie? I think we did it. We caught the woke in a lie. Have you seen all the backlash against Kanye for his anti-Semitic remarks? Yes. Hell, even some wrestler mentioned him. Yeah, MJF mentioned him in a, in a tweet saying he's a Jew and he's mad. But he says that he can't come be come after because blacks are Jews. Isn't that like saying blacks can't be racist because they have no power? Only a few people are condemning it. Why hasn't he been canceled yet? And that's from Bert. Has Kanye? I think Kanye is uncancelable because he's so fucking nuts. I mean, I want you to think about all the stuff Kanye has done in his career. He fucking stepped in front of Taylor Swift and said she didn't deserve the award that Beyonce did. Um, shut up with your cancel shit. No, this, I think this is a good cancel question here. Um, I mean, he's wearing white lives matter shirts. He's tweeting out anti-Semitic rants. He's doing everything in the world possible. Jamie Lee Curtis said she woke up in tears to that text or that, that tweet the other morning. I have a hard time believing that she woke up in tears over something that Kanye West said. Where he said he was going to DEFCON 4, or DEFCON 3. It's DEF, by the way. Asshole. Kanye has a school where he charges people $15,000 a year to send their kids, and there aren't any licensed teachers. Will it take him driving around L.A. with a white van that says free candy on the side to get anybody to notice how much of a whack job this guy is? I'd like us to cancel a ton more people before Kanye. Cancel Biden, his son, Kamala Clinton's. I didn't even know Jamie Lee Curtis was Jewish. I'm just tired of he offended me. We need to cancel him. Well, Kanye's done a lot more than just offended people. I mean, he went after an entire religious group. You, look, 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 look. There are a few things that I will stand up for when it, when it says that you can't do that. Fucking with the chosen people is one of those things. They are our biggest ally, and for people to treat them the way that they're treated is just so fucking disheartening. And for Kanye to come out and say that he's going after them, he's going to start a war with them. 
Kanye's a moron. And I think that I think that's why he's never canceled because everybody looks at him as a moron. I didn't know Jamie Lee Curtis was still famous. Yeah, thanks to that last stupid Halloween movie. They better kill that son of a bitch in this one. And you know what? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm just telling you right now. I'm watching that shit on Peacock. I ain't going to the damn movie theater again. I ain't going to get yelled at by some damn family that's there for their big night out. I watched Kanye for two hours on Tucker, and crazy or not, I just got sucked into that orbit and can't turn away from the shit show. Yeah. I'll bet Wang from Caddyshack is nervous. That's a restricted club, Wang, so don't tell him you're Jewish. Oh, I need four of those, five of those. Give me a box of balls. Ooh, naked lady tees. Oh, this hat. This hat's got to be the worst-looking thing in the world. We get a free bowl of soup with this? Oh, looks good on you. Fucking great scene from the pro shop in that movie. I have a story about Kanye to start the next break off with, and it, it he's fucking insane. That, that's all there is to it. He's insane. He's crazy. Uh, all right. If you want to write, well, write the show, please write me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Uh, that way I can read your letters during listener mail, which is brought to you by the fine folks at JS Floors. <laughs>
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, welcome back to the big show. Braddy Kid says, did y'all notice that when Arnie was talking about his day, he didn't mention about spending time with his amazing wife? That's because of y'all. Where do you think I pick up all the stories from the show from? Is hanging out with her all day. I mean, that and the fact that I get to watch her sleep all day, that's, it's awesome. Uh, Swoosh says, reunite Fatburger, or Furburger. Can't hardly wait reference. Oh, that's a great movie. Can't hardly wait. Hello, it had Jennifer Love Hewitt in it. That's all it needed. We're in a tight top. I couldn't tell you what the rest of that movie was about because she was in it. That was back when she was hot, but that was the band in that movie. Uh, all right, I told you I had a Kanye story. Kanye West, he posted this video on his YouTube channel because he's a moron. We only have about a minute, a minute and a half of the clip. He met with executives at Adidas yesterday. He has a, he has a, a shoe line with Adidas, and this is part of what he released yesterday. This is not it. This is Verbo. Skip ad. Okay, so the first thing that he did was he decided to show off fucking porno clips to the executives of Adidas. But there's more. Someone steals this man's ideas, his creations. It's like you're stealing a child. These are all children of his mind, and you've kidnapped them. Wow. There are easy inspired derivatives that are making significant revenue because people can't tell the difference because it's so inspired. If someone stole Stella's designs, you would be extremely upset. So he's angry, and he's right. Hold up, let me just finish. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm this kind of hero. Yeah. I used to be like, ah, I hate that money. Right. But you saw what just happened yesterday. We terminated the gap relationship, yeah. and they knew they did wrong. You guys know you did wrong, and your spirit of saying, we can get to a place to live with your ass, that's the starting point of the conversation. Wow. Wow. The rapper then gets out of his chair and tells the executives, if I'm the king of this culture... I've got to step up. Even if Jay is nailed by the money, or even if Jay is not Christian, I have to step up as the king of culture now because you're talking to the king of culture. He then reminds them of his influence before warning, this is different level of nuclear activity that no one will recover from. Before warning that the extreme level of global warming the executives will experience will be devastating. Kanye then seems to get frustrated with discussions, saying he will not talk about money with people broker than me or discuss ideas with people with lesser ideas than me before abruptly leaving the meeting to look at something on his phone.
goes into a meeting, first of all? Who goes into a meeting with the executives from, what, the second largest shoe brand in the world and shows them porn? Now, I would say that there's probably one guy that could, and his last name is Jordan. It's not West. Can this guy, could he be a little bit more full of himself? Like, I, 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 there is. I, I, I'm, I'm going to snap on this fucking guy. So Kanye will only meet with Kanye, yes, or people that have more money than him, which is a lot of people. Kanye West is a solid piece of shit. I'll say it. He's a fu- he's somebody who thinks he's way more important than he is. If he were to be assassinated like Tupac, people wouldn't be talking about him 20 years later. That's how non-essential he is. He played them a porn and said, this is how you're fucking me. I Look, look I, I don't know if they're releasing shoes that look like his and he's mad about it. But Kanye... You don't have more money than Adidas. Adidas will swallow you. And once a, and, and and by the way, can somebody just fucking swallow him? The dude's music is a fucking joke now. He does it, he sold his sweatshirts at the Gap in 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 garbage bags. Wouldn't allow the Gap to put them up on the on the shelves. Because he's nuts. Oh, look, I, I, Zach, I know that celebrities can be full of themselves. I mean, all we got to do is look at the Markles for that, and we've got a story about them coming up next. This is a whole different level of being full of yourself, though. I'm not going to talk to anybody who doesn't have ideas like me. Huh? I say this without joking. He needs to be seriously evaluated for a mental condition. Some bad fucking mojo going on in his brain of his. Yeah. His erratic behavior has gone off the gauge of typical celebrity ego. It re- I, mean, I mean, this is the stuff that, that, that's got me is when you don't show up to a meeting at Adidas and go, you guys done me wrong. Because let, let me let I know that Kanye is probably listening right now. Kanye, Adidas doesn't need you. Let's just put it that way. Adidas doesn't need you. They have this thing called the NBA that, that, that will support them just fine. You, on the other hand, are not bigger than Adidas. If nuts get you billions of dollars, call me crazy, but I think I want crazy. The problem is that he's doing stuff that will get him institutionalized. That, that, that's what Ogre and I are talking about here. Look, you, you can be a crazy eccentric. Look at Nick Cage. Nick Cage is a perfect example. 
He bought a fucking skeletal remains of a T-Rex. Oh, I know that Kardashian curse is real, people. Look what it, I mean, it's made him go batshit nuts. But, I mean, he, like, like, literally, he could be and should be probably institutionalized. Next time he walks into Adidas with a high-powered weapon, maybe? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is this motherfucker is nuts. And we're going to see something bad. Oh, maybe I'll put that. In. Oh, I'm going to have to have predictions coming up. And since Betty White went and fucking, and the queen died on me already, maybe Kanye will end up on my death watch for 2023. That would be a good one. That would be a good one right there. All right, now, you guys get to make the call here, kind of. We got to talk about this. Prince Harry, this is the headline, will have a hell of a fight on his hands to keep tell-all book from coming out, royal expert. Royal expert Duncan LaCrome says that despite any misgivings Harry may have, it's too late to pull the book. Harry's publisher, Penguin Random House, has invested a lot of time, effort, and money um, addressing and doing all the things to it. Uh, It will not acquiesce to growing pressure Harry may be feeling from his family to soften the book. The guy goes on to say it could be the best-selling book of all time. Who knows? Well, I know it won't because the Bible's still getting sold. Uh, so they won't just turn around and say, fair enough, Harry. Yeah, uh, you don't want to rock the boat anymore at this time. Simply doesn't work. They're in a business commercial world now. So imagine this. Imagine you're Prince Harry and you've written this tell-all book and it is scathing to the royal family. Now... Let me just say, let me just say, I would love to see the royal family brought down to normalcy. I'd like to see uh, Buckingham Palace turned into a bunch of affordable fucking apartments in London. That's what I'd like to see. And this book has a, a chance of doing that. Boy, Harry, I, I, I got to tell you what. Boy, that pussy must be special. Because you were turning your back on your daddy, on your granny, on your brother, on your nieces and nephews. Boy, I tell you what. You are not a family guy. No, sir, you are not. Boy, if I was Megan, I'd be watching this shit. He's willing to sell them out. Oh, this might be a book that I might, you know, buy the cliff notes for. Or at least watch the movie for. Oh, I want him to expose the royal family so bad. To where there's no coming back from it. Oh, that'd be wonderful. But see, the problem is then he'll get credit for it and they'll become bigger celebrities. And I don't want that. 
I don't want that. I would rather Kanye still be a celebrity than these two being celebrities. He just always looks in a bad mood now. Harry just always looks like he's in a bad mood because he knows he's got to deal with making shit. I want him to confirm the crown jewels have been on the in the queen's ass. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that's one of the first things they do. Uh, queen, you need to put this in your ass. Just so it, 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 yep, all right, there you go. Good, pull it out. I mean, he's got a tough tail in front of him here. He could go out and, and release the most scathing. Horrible book that exposes this family like nobody's ever been exposed before. And every one of his wishes and desires will be cast for the rest of his life because he's going to have enough money to do it because this book will make him a billionaire. And we have to deal with those two all the time then. No, I don't want it. I, I don't want the book coming out now. I, I'm done with the book. No, no book. No, uh-uh, no. If he doesn't end up releasing the book, then look out for a sex tape. And let me tell you, if there's a sex tape with her in it, that thing is getting viewed by a billion people. Not for the fact that she's hot, just for the fact that they all want to see her do it. Oh, we have a new person that we hate on the show now. Yep. Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa. And I didn't pay much attention when her little book came out about a month ago. But it took a story of me seeing this morning... To say, well, fuck you, Kelly Ripa, you dirty skank. Kathy Lee Gifford came out and said, my experience with Regis was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I worked with him for 15 years. We never had one unkind word between us. Well, Kelly Ripa says that she did not enjoy working with him. Um, caught criticism earlier this month when the excerpts from her new memoir revealed that the, her great privilege, quote-unquote, of working with Philbin also came a great burden of less than an easy working relationship. Hey, honey, let me just say something to you real quick. Let, let me just say right now. Regis Philbin, who was probably out to dinner with his wife, Joy, the night before at Tavern on the Green, where she got a Cobb salad. How can you say bad things about Regis Philbin? I mean, let me just say, you don't attack Rage. That's like going after Don Rickles. And, and, and you know what? Really ballsy of you, hun, to go after him to sell a few copies of your book after he's dead. The man can't defend himself. Rupa says, I don't want to feel like I'm slamming anyone or that I'm being disrespectful. 
but I also want people to know that it was not a cakewalk. It took years to earn my place there and earn things that are routinely given to men I worked with. Regis Philbin is the man who's been on TV more than anybody else. He holds a world record for it. So don't say anything was handed to Rage, you dirty skank. You want to get mad, get mad at Michael Strahan who dumped your ass. Left you with that fucking pussy Ryan Seacrest. And by the way, Kelly, if instead of sucking dick in high school, you would have paid attention, you might have been smart enough to keep up with Reach. Not that Reach was giving fucking brain teasers of jokes away because he was Reach's Philbin. You're goddamn right, Scott. Reach was that show. He'd come out, he'd talk about his wife, Joy, and then all of a sudden he'd go up a couple octaves. He was doing that long before Pacino was, my friends. Two and a third hours of cleaning the floors, and it only looked, took Bubba two minutes to dirty them up. Fuck you, Bubba Earl. Oh, Bubba, what did you do? Zach says, bite me, Rippy. You're lucky you were, uh, after you were in a go-no-where uh, career on all my children. No shit, dude. Yeah, fuck Kelly Ripper. She's going to talk bad about the legend. The legend that is Regis Philbin. And Kathy Gifford takes a little bit fucking too much here. I saw him two weeks before he died, and his wife told me that's the last time she ever heard him laugh. Well, that must mean his wife was not funny. So there you go. So Kathy Lee Gifford standing up for Reach. Thank God. Otherwise, I'm going to have to go assault fucking Kelly Ripa. You ever see when she went nuts live on the air with Clay Aiken? Funny shit. Who? Kathy Lee Gifford? Or was it Kelly Ripa? Hell, I'll look that shit up. Bill Murray's in a little bit of trouble. Remember six months ago, about six months ago, uh, Bill Murray was accused of, uh, well, he shut a movie down because, uh, oh, Kelly Ripp. Okay, hold on a second here. Let's see. Clay Aiken. Let's look this up. I'm, I'm interested to see this. Okay. Uh, Kelly Ripp. Is this it right here? Heck out of you on Friday. Why? What happened? I just missed you, that's all. Well, who'd you have for co-host? Oh, I had Clay Aiken. Clay, that... See, he, I'm Clay glad Aiken you liked him. He's tremendously popular. He's a he's a country boy, you yes. know. Yes. He's yep. just a friendly country boy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't sound like what happened? A little miscommunication? Is that what happened? No, I don't think there was any miscommunication. Whoa. <laughs> so there I am, twelve noon. 
I'm arriving in Lowell. Not no one in this room. Well, I'm sorry. You know, that's... Uh... Well, here's the actual clip, I guess. Now, here are Kelly Ripper and Clay Aiken. By the way, was anybody really surprised when Clay Aiken came out gay? Where does it get bad? <laughs> Who can tell? It's been decades. I don't know. Um, but uh, now I want to. You're a North Carolina uh, son. Yes. W anybody you know affected by that devastating you tornado? Know, I didn't even hear about it till this morning, but mm. it's, it was closer towards the coast. So uh, um, I live in the middle of the state. So it's yeah, so probably. sad to me. I mean, that was those people had no chance. It's it a came shame. out of nowhere. And they all and the tornadoes always hit where where there's you know poverty. You yeah, never no, you never see them hit and you know big brick houses. Well, sometimes I mean I think they do. They can hit big brick houses, but big I brick houses can. can withstand the, yeah. you know, they withstand it, and it's, to me, it's Unlike very, it's very devastating to see that, and our hopes, our thoughts and prayers with all those people that were affected by that horrible um, tornado that came out of nowhere. Absolutely. Um, but now, back to you. Please. Uh, I don't know if you, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this. But I have been known to impersonate you for Halloween. I have seen that. <laughs> Has anyone else seen that? A lady, a lady just booed me. I don't know if you're safe with no, this audience. I, I'm not, I'm I don't actually think that not was safe. the best. I don't think that was the best thing for you to bring up. Do, I, do we have? Wait, do we? Do I've we been actually? A, I've been in a bulletproof vest since. Wait, we actually have. We a have clip a little clip. Let's we see. have a little clip. Let's see me on Halloween. All right, so she's impersonating him. Because I couldn't really hear because people were cheering for Excuses. me. Excuses, you don't was... know the song. Could the... you give me the lyrics now? No, <laughs> oh, that Regis, also a singer, has his own group of fans called the Rejects. Any of them here? Rejects? Rejects? I think no? Regis and I had a Christmas album out around the same time. Is that true? Yeah, in and, 2004. And, and how, does, how did yours do? Because we're still selling his here. <laughs> He is so terrible. He does not get jokes. We're still selling mine, I hope. Oh, yo, yo, yo. Jeez, that guy is hard to watch. You hear that accent? I wanted people here in uh, Virginia to sound that way. They don't. Just go up a couple states, North Carolina. She says something, and he covers her mouth, and she flips out. Okay. Clyde was so far in the closet, he was finding Christmas presents. Was there a time that he had and we pretended he wasn't? Oh, yeah. Like when, like when he was first on American Idol, when it was him against Ruben. Nobody wanted, nobody wanted to say Clay Aiken was gay. Hell, I used to call him Gay Aiken on the air. You can try to outrun my gaydar, but it is fucking strong. There you go. The Clay Aiken. I, whatever. Uh, Bill Murray uh, stopped the filming of a movie because he uh, groped a gal, I guess. So now, uh, allegedly, Bill Murray has paid the female $100,000 after he kissed her body, 
pinned her down, and straddled her, leaving the woman unable to move. Um, you want to tell me why he's even allowed back in? I mean, I, I mean, let, let, wait, wait, wait. This is a guy who allegedly held, kissed a woman's body against her will, pinned her down against her will, and left her unable to move against her will. Do you not remember the hours of investigations that went into a Supreme Court justice who held a girl in a room, and by held a room, he just stood in front of the door? Yet this guy's assaulting women, and they, oh, $100,000, you'll be fine. The staffer interpreted the actions as entirely sexual and was horrified. The woman then made an official complaint entering mediation before reaching a settlement of over 100 grand that included a non-disclosure. Well, we all know what happened. Oh, and this was a movie that was set up by Aziz Ansari a guy who got got part of the Me Too even though he shouldn't have been, half of the movie was fucking complete, and he, they're going to have to scrap the rest of it? Oh, no. Well, I tell you what. Oh, Aziz is sorry. That son of a bitch cannot catch a break. He gets a movie greenlit. He gets Bill Murray in it. Oh, my God, this is going to be fantastic. Bill Murray's a fucking perv. He gets it shut down, and then he loses everything. Murray immediately said his antics were meant to be playful, but the woman saw it as sexual. The woman immediately complained with her allegations backed up by a second staffer who saw what happened. Now, look. I don't like people being canceled. I, I, I don't. But we have been told now. And, and I'm just going by the, the, the rule of thumb here. We have been told that you can't do this to somebody that you work with. You can't just walk up to somebody you work with, straddle them, and kiss them against their will. I'm, I'm surprised that we had to be told that as a society, but okay, we've been told that now. I mean, we've gotten certain people in jail over it. Harvey Weinstein. Bill Clinton should probably be in jail over it. Yet Bill Murray is accused of this six months ago. Six months ago. This didn't happen in the 70s. This happened six months ago. And he's still walking free? Call me cheap, but I'd uh, I'd let Bill do that to me for a hundred grand. Well, Jenny US six, then think of somebody you wouldn't let you you wouldn't let 
do it for maybe $10 because maybe that's what the lady thought of Bill Murray. Look, I like Bill Murray as much as the next guy, but. My union would allow it. Of course your union would. Hell, I'd let Bill Murray straddle me for a hundred grand. All right. According to her, Murray screamed at her in front of hundreds of people. Oh, this is uh, Gina Davis. He's been known not to get along with a lot of his co co uh, co screeners or co workers, I guess. Rosie O'Donnell, ooh, yeah, there you go. I like Bill Murray enough, but, jeez. Let's not get repulsive now with Rosie O'Donnell. What is wrong? You know, this is where I wish Dakar was on the show a lot more. Because I could ask him, what is with these Indian guys? And I'm talking dots, not feathers. 7-Elevens, not casinos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of... 22-year-old drunk Indian man stuck a five-and-a-half-inch long steel cup in his ass. He shoved it so far up there, it ended up in his damn stomach. Ratish Kumar had surgery at the Panta Medical College Hospital. Boy, you know they're going to have some smart fucking kids there. Jesus, that's like a whole episode of Big Bang Theory. He arrived at the hospital in agony with a bleeding rectum. Bleeding rectum damn near killed him. Bleeding rectum hardly knew him. It was blocking his bowel movements and surgeons had to cut it out of him. Boy, he got that thing way up there. They're showing an x-ray here. The surgery took two and a half hours, had to be removed from his gut. There's a doctor holding it. Boy, if I'm a doctor holding it, I put more gloves on because that thing went up his ass. Dr. Indriya Shakur Kumar, no relations. Because somebody asked, uh, Ogre asked, what did Harold do? Uh, who led the surgery, said the procedure was risky, but a team of 11 doctors... They didn't need that many doctors. They just wanted that many to come in there and watch this happen. This is a, probably a two-person procedure. Oh, you got to come in here and see this man put a cup up his ass. Oh, he was given a colostomy. And part of the bowel is cut out and a stoma bag is fitted. Oh, that is the worst. That and prison are my two biggest fears. Ever having a colostomy bag or going to prison. 
Mm-mm. No, thank you. And I really don't want to have a, I don't want to have a colostomy bag if I ever do go to prison. Gloves, nothing. I'm getting leather blacksmith gloves and a big-ass iron long tong to remove that some bitch. The man claims he was drunk when it was inserted into his, his anus, and he didn't remember what happened. This is what happened. <laughs> Let me walk you through a drunk night with idiots in their 20s. And and since this happens in India all the time, let me let me just say I, I imagine this happens in India all the time. Hey man, I bet you can't shove that metal cup up your ass. Oh yes I can. I will bet four rubles on it. That's how it happens. Look, 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 let me let me let you in on a little secret here, everybody. Men are stupid. Men in their 20s are extremely stupid. Once in my 20s, and, and, and boy, I tell you what, I, I miss this moment. Not many people know this surgery or this story. Surgery. Um, went to a party one time in, in Gardnerville, Nevada. And I used to have a joke about Gardnerville that everybody in Gardnerville was running for mayor. Because it was such a little podunk kind of town. I'll be honest, I've been drunk off my ass so much I had I had no idea friends carted me back to my dorm room, but never ever once did I stop and think, I'm done with the bong. Let me, uh, let me hand that, that cup up so I can shove it up my ass. So we're at this party, right? And this is back when it was just two of us working in the morning. And for some reason, the little guy goes, hey, let's see who can hit each other hardest in the chest. He said this to me. Now, at that time, I was benching about 405. And I said, okay, you go first. He reared back his little, little cub paw. He brought it forward, and he hit me in the chest. It's a good hit. Nothing. I mean, he ain't going to knock me out with it. So then it's my turn. I call it gonorrheaville. So I, I fucking, I rear back, and I hit him in the chest as hard as I humanly could hit any person. And the thud that it made stopped the party we were at. And he goes, you just stopped my heart. I mean, like, he, he took a break. He's like, uh. I was, ah. Because guys in their 20s do dumb shit. No reason he should have ever taken a punch. Well, there's a lot of reasons he should take a punch from me, but that they have just, let's hit each other in the chest. Guys do dumb shit, and it doesn't matter where they are in the world. It's in our DNA as men. It's something in the Y chromosome that makes us do fucking dumb shit. My uh, my dear friend Dan, who's been on this show, he once took a rental van. He had a minivan that they rented, and they drove on the Kentucky Motor Speedway. They literally drove in the gate and were doing the fucking ramping in a minivan. Why? Because guys do dumb shit all the time. 
well, I think this is extremely dumb, putting stuff up your ass. I think that's really dumb, but it's not like they don't do that here in America. Hello? Hello, fucking tampons full of vodka. Up the old caboose. Tunnel time. Take care, all. All right, swoosh. Last story here. Boy, this is a gal that you want to meet out and about. A 65-year-old Russian woman. Or I'm sorry, a 65-year-old woman in Japan. Did I get that right? Hold on. Get the, get the story right here. Uh, a 65-year-old woman in Japan. Everybody was yeah. I, knew. I knew what you were doing. God damn it. Can, 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 can we stop that now? Kapuya! Kapuya! Okay. All right. The unnamed 65-year-old woman from Japan. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. Okay, are we done? We done? We, we, we all good? There you go. Dan is fucking funny. Your friends that you have shared on the show are truly a reflection of you. They're quick-witted, smart, and ready to banter. I love it. Um, the 65-year-old gal was scammed out of about $50,000 by a man claiming to be a Russian astronaut in space who needed money to fly back to Earth to marry her. (laughs) See, Ogre, have a good day, friend. The pair started chatting on Instagram where the man's profile was filled with photos of space, and he said he was based on the International Space Station. Boy, that is a good one there. The man shortly uh, started telling the woman that he was in love with her and he wanted to marry her and that she wanted to move to Japan so they could start a new life together. Between August 19th and September 5th, the woman sent 4.4 million yen to her apparent husband-to-be after he said he needed the money to cover the cost of a rocket and landing fees to return to Earth. Yeah, dadgummit, you know, I I need to hire a rocket. It's Uber rockets. The woman reported the man to police after she eventually grew suspicious... What was your first clue? Was your first clue... I mean, you still sent him the money. Well, he didn't get home on the day he was supposed to. Um... This is so funny. Um, let's see, uh, 
Anything else on this? No, they're, they're looking for the guy, but they can't find him. Well, he's in outer space, that's why. God, is NASA charging for return flights now? Yeah, especially if you want a premium seat. If you want a window or an aisle, it's extra. Just no words. Eventually grew suspicious. Really, Einstein? What tipped you off? His Uber space shuttle was late? Holy shit, people are fucking stupid. This cannot be real. Oh, it's real. Oh, it, it, it is real. I tell you that right now. It's so funny. It, you, I shouldn't say it's funny. It's not funny because it's so wrong. But come on, man. you got to be smarter than that. A guy saying that he's contacting you from the space station. The international, the one in space. Well, I want to know what kind of fucking internet plan that motherfucker has. Oh, I have a space phone. I'm sure that I'm sure I guarantee I will say this right now. I guarantee. He said he had a space phone. That's the only way I can talk, contact you is on my space phone, and it only works in space. Honey, I'm going to need about, I don't know, four and a half million yen to get me a flight home. Can you handle that, honey? Wow. That's just fucking terrible. I don't know. Like, if I were the cops and they called me on this, I don't know if I could take that lady's statement. I'd be like, look here. Look, look. You ain't going to get your money back because you're too fucking dumb. I'm sure the name that he gave you is not his real name because, well, he was not on the International Space Station. We checked. Jesus. Oh, man, I love people. I love getting stories like that. Uh, All right, that is going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day, and adios, everybody.
is outside waiting to arrest him.